0: Welcome everyone, we are about to begin, Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayez, Feedback and Insights, sheer number 73. Um, last few Shirem, we took from the book from Dr. Yeheveh Dibo, who has very um, important um, discussions about the Jewish perspective on sexuality. And she has a chapter on body image and on de- eating disorders, and we're going to touch upon them today. Body image is something that seems like it's a minor thing, but it's really a major thing. Many women, in particular, struggle with issues about their bodies and how they perceive the way they look, as opposed to the way they would like to look, and how they imagine they are perceived by others. And this creates tremendous emotional havoc in their lives. And um, these issues of body images emerge in the early teenage years, particularly around puberty. And some have evidence that it goes even earlier than that, but certainly from puberty onward. And it's very important to have a healthy uh, perspective on one's own body, no matter what their bodies look like, and no matter whether they feel they're good-looking or not so good-looking, or heavy, not heavy, things like that. And a positive body image is very important in the sense that we need to be comfortable in the way how we look. And even if, for example, if someone is overweight, because they overate and they don't look their ideal, to accept themselves to a certain degree, which will help them change that in, an, in a healthy way. But the problem is, is that it 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 the distorted aspect of it is very negative, has negative effects. And it's so important to have a healthy body image It affects a person's functioning in all areas of life. Begashmius and Baruchnius, all areas of life. For example, people who have negative body images will have difficulty establishing healthy sexual function later in life. And sometimes negative body image can cause harmful behaviors, destructive behaviors, self-defeating behaviors. And we need to fight that. And the problem is, and the main issue is, is that our culture is so inundated with this advertising of this false photoshopped, airbrushed images of of regular people that don't look like regular people, because they gloss it over, and that creates a tremendous negative effect. And we have to face the fact, and this is the truth, there are millions and billions of people on this earth, and everyone is unique, has different color, different size, different features, different personalities, small, big, fear, dark girls, boys, so on and so forth. in the real world, that's the way it is, and the way it do, it happens a lot of times based on our culture, magazines, advertising, and they seem to imply that it is better to look like one type of person than another type of person, and therefore that creeps into our consciousness and makes us feel dissatisfied in the way we look intrinsically. Now again, we're going to talk later about if someone, the way they look, and they they feel they could, by eating healthy, exercise healthy, taking care of their appearance in a normal way, they could look ten times better than they look now, that's okay, that's fine. When you want to enhance your own uh, intrinsic, you know, way you feel about yourself. But when you compare yourself to others, and it's clear that many men men and women both get creeped into our societies, from our society, that a person's worth is measured in appearance. Beauty equals worth. That's a message that we get from early age, she says, very fascinating, and I believe there's a lot of truth to it. You know, when There's no coincidence that even in the fables and the fairy tales in America, like Cinderella, Cinderella, pretty girl, her stepsisters, stepmother, ugly, right? So, you and you equate their inner qualities with their appearance. Beauty equals success. You see that on Billboard's, you see that on advertising, it's repeated over and over and over. And... It could happen even early on. She has some discussion about how it become. you know, you could have this early on. But it's certainly in puberty, teenage years, on all the way into adulthood, people have issues with this. And it's very important also when they overhear, let's say their parents do struggle with their own weight and diet and things like that. But when the children overhear them complaining about it, they worry about their food intake. It's not healthy. And so it's very important to to understand how to approach it. And she brings a study here from 2004, an international survey of women aged from ages 15 to 64, discussing with them about the perceptions they have and attitudes they have in regard to their personal beauty and well-being. And they found in this study that their perception about their own bodies is very much influenced by the culture and media that's around them, For example, 9 out in 10 women want to change some aspect about their appearance with a greater dissatisfaction found regarding their body's weight or shape. Only 1 in 10 women have never been concerned about their body's weight or shape. Normal weight women or even very thin women want to look even thinner and the result is is that 90% of all women overestimate their body size by an average of 25%. 40% of all women see at least one body part as being 50% larger than it really is. Now, men distort it also, but not to the degree that women do. And why does this happen? The answer lies predominantly in the message the media feeds us. The media portrays a fat child in movies as one set up for laughter and ridicule. The media, if the media would give children at a young age, positive images with smiles and attitude and healthy, fun living, rather than overemphasizing their bodies, we would have a better self-image of ourselves. There's no question about it. And it seeps into even the closed, closeted aspects of our culture. It seeps in this type of attitude, how looks are what matters and nothing else. And many women, unfortunately, because of this, are dissatisfied with their bodies and they're obsessed with their weight because they're seeing constant images of other people who are made to look perfect. And normal females cannot compete with such images. But somehow we absorb in our minds that we can compete with those images. And we're never satisfied with ourselves. And teenage girls, young teenage girls in particular, are very vulnerable to negative thoughts about their bodies. Because during puberty, when their bodies go through many changes, they feel at odds with their new developing bodies and are unsure how to deal with it. It's not easy. Especially in puberty, they get very painfully aware of the changes that happen. And very often during that point, there are things that are out of proportion, legs growing faster than the rest of the body, um, other types of things like that, that causes these anxieties and it has to be discussed and we need to understand that it's very normal and to learn to adapt to the change, body and so on and so forth now parents when they see that children in, pu- in puberty and onward see themselves men also, boys also, not just girls but have a m- new interest now in clothing and appearance you should realize it's a normal part of a teenage struggle for independence and it's a normal healthy thing when they start being paying more attention to the way they look and the way they present themselves, all of a sudden they'll want a nice pair of glasses, they want a nice suit, or they want a nice dress. It's all normal. Now the truth is, what is the healthy attitude about our body image, the Torah perspective? Yiddishkeit emphasized that we should appreciate our physical and spiritual selves. Now I know you're going to tell me, because you see it in some svarim, or in some, the way people talk a lot of times, and in some Hashkafas, that the guf, meaning the body, and the neshama are enemies with each other. One goes up, one goes down. And they hate each other, they're enemies, they never get along, they're at odds. If you beautify the body, your neshama will get damaged, and if you, uh, and the only way to value your neshama is if you neglect your body, or make it really, really as a side factor. And There is some truth, and of course it is true, that your soul is who you really are, and your body is an external representation of it. But at the same time, the Torah wants us to appreciate our bodies. The Torah tells us we can't overindulge. Yes. The Torah tells us not to go after Maesres. The Torah tells us not to run after Tanuge Oy but, but also, there's a shmartim nafshei nafsheh is going on the bodies. We have to view our bodies as gifts from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to appreciate them, not to abuse them. So both extremes are unhealthy. To go overboard with your body is unhealthy. You lose your focus on what you are, really are in your neshama, but to neglect it is also incorrect. You need to celebrate your body, encourage that it's a gift from HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be used in the right way. And this media that explains that there's a certain image of a perfect body, the way they describe it, takes away from the fact that there are many different kinds of beauty, and the advertising industry focuses only on the physicality of it, the mission diminishes the person in the process, and and while Yiddishkeit also has an appreciation for the beauty, the mice were praised for it, but it's not the most important quality in a person. That is clear. The characteristics of a person, the personality, the Midais Taivais. Recently, not too long ago, gave a taira from the brother, the Maral Sheker, HaChein, Ve'evala ayoyfi, HaChein is the He Chesnun, is Hadlokas Nevis, Chala, and Nida, Tara Samashbacha. That it's if 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 that is false by you and you don't keep those mitzvahs, then hevel hayyif. If sheker hachain, if those three mitzvahs are sheker to you, then hevel hayyif. Then yyif doesn't mean, mean anything. Beauty is measured by our midas, by our behaviors, by our thoughtfulness, by our sensitivity. Now, if you have a physical body, which we all do, whether we look what we call whatever the standard is, whatever we look at. Uh, So we make the best of it, but by hyper-focusing on it and trying to compare yourself to others, especially in the media where it's totally false, is a terrible thing, and it tears us away from becoming and living to our fullest potential. And we need to teach our children how to view our body as the most important machine. It requires fuel, it requires maintenance, and uh, honestly... I admit, I I, I don't always eat healthy. I have to watch myself to eat healthy. And part of probably what could help me eat healthier, instead of running after the sugar, under stress, or whatever it is, is to think to myself, my body was given to me by Akadosh Baruch Hu, and I need to take care of it properly. doesn't mean I starve it, just like I'm not allowed to starve it or cause it pain, but I shouldn't overindulge it either, or give it unhealthy things, even though it's sweet. And maybe that contemplation will help me go beyond you know and treat it in a better way. So in general, as a, basically, you help your children feel special about the who the way they are, their uniqueness, their natural skills, their athletic skills, artistic skills, music skills, appreciate the fact that they could do kindness, praise your children, and you turn the focus away from their bodies. Now sometimes you could say, hey, you know you look very nice, yes, or you teach them, you know, Hygiene, and, and then as they get old, you know, it's, as they're teenage girls and they become collar ages and to make have, to get them important about their appearance as well. It's not to be totally neglected. We're not saying that. But the bottom line is, is that the hyper-focus in our culture creates a lot of damage. So here is the key. The key really is, first of all, this idea of healthy body image issues is not just that religious teenage girls have this issue all or it it basically crosses over all religions and all genders people overall especially in america have this body image issue because they're always comparing themselves to what they see on television and the movies and and so on and so forth and in order to feel better about your own body the one of the biggest yesoides is is to accept what is not in your control. You accept what is not in your control. You cannot control, ultimately, if you're shorter than average, taller than average, certain genetic ways, the way you look. You can't control it. It's out of your control. And you could only work with accepting what you have, your attributes that you do have, and make the best of it. And to access energy to change what you can change, without obsessing about what things that you have Mama, sh- no ability to change. So some people have this is also a misconception. People think people are heavy because they eat a lot and they overindulge, and they're thin because they t- because they uh, because they're they're you know watch themselves and they eat healthy. Sometimes that is true, and very often that could be true. But I know some thin people that they have this genetic makeup. They're just wired genetically. They eat all the garbage in the world and it, and all of it ends up on in their left toe. They, they look the same way. I don't know how they do it. And it's, it's just uh, mind-boggling, but that's the way it is. Sometimes people are wired. They're heavier, they're thinner, and fatter in some places, thinner in other places, that even if you would be eating the healthiest way and exercising healthy and developing healthy, you'll still not be perfect. Dieting is very, you have to be careful. Uh, usually dieting does not work um, because you um, you lose a lot of weight a lot and then you gain it right back. And because when you start dieting and if you do it in an extreme way, we're kicked in with, this, with a built-in starvation response and we'll jump back and eat more. And the better than dieting is learning how to eat healthy, monitoring your your portion control, have kavana while you eat. And again, I am moida, that it's something that I need to work on myself to satisfy hunger with healthy foods, to use exercise, active health style, realistic role models. Realistic role models means that if a girl is a size 12, she shouldn't aspire to be a size 4. She'll never be satisfied, no matter how beautifully she develops. If she's a size 10, 12, you want to go for a size 10, whatever, but to have in their brain, because they look up or they see an image or they realize and they think to themselves that beautiful is only if you're a size 4 or a size 6 or whatever it is, and she's a size 12, and she'll never be satisfied, no matter how beautiful and healthy she is. And that's the unhealthy part. She should be happy with her own disposition. You want to lose to a certain degree, well, that's healthy, fine. That's a separate story. But you need to be aware. Every boy, every girl, but especially girls, there's a hidden power in advertisements. Not only advertisements in the billions of dollars spend on, on, on unrealistic standards of beauty that makes you leave, look deficient in comparison. And looks, It's not just that. But even in the, whether it's modern orthodox community or from community or when people go out to weddings, this and, and that, people are constantly comparing to each other how he looks versus she looks versus what she looks versus what I look. And it's a very unhealthy thing. You need to develop a certain self-confidence and realize, how Baruch Hu made me the way I am. I wish I would be five inches taller. I'm not. That's the bottom line. Uh, I, I I I look like a longer lux because I'm six 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 feet, and for a girl, it's you know not always comfortable to see six feet. She made me six feet. What am I gonna do? This is the way I am. This is the way I am. I'm a Telmali Kim. I'll make the most of it, and that's what people have to learn how to do, and they need to do it themselves and to have a broader sense of what beauty really is, and and it's a very important thing to have a very healthy image of what. That is, and to realize to be mechaber the guf within a shama. We're going to talk very briefly because it's not something I didn't really study that well. So I'm not really a competent person to talk professionally about eating disorders. But if people, if you suspect your daughter or your sister or your sibling or or could be ma- males also have it, that they need to really get professional help for it, and um, and um, the problem is, again, some of it stems from the fact that we don't see what normal bodies are because we're, we're never shown in movies or advertisements very rarely what real, you know, what normal, normal, no, normal things are. And there's eating, eating disorders are very serious. They could cause irreversible damage to the body. In some cases, it could end up being uh, fatal. There's anorexia, there's bulimia. Both of them are. Derived from an intense fear of gaining weight, anorexics refuse to maintain a minimal uh, normal weight for their height and age. Bulimia is binge and purging uh, by eating large amounts of foods uh, larger than what most people eat, and during which they feel a lack of control over uh, in their overeating. And then, and it's and then they to prevent weight gain, they'll have self-induced vomiting and misuse of laxative, fasting, exercise excessively, and so on and so forth. And they'll have this practice twice a week or more. And we really need um, to um, be educated about this. And um, some telltale signs of an eating disorder is if you eat very tiny portions or you refuse to eat, you intensely fear being fat, distorted body image, hoarding and hiding food, eating in secret, social withdrawal, depression, irritability, stomach cramps, dizziness, feeling cold all the time, sleep problems, dry skin, um, cavities or discoloration of teeth from the vomiting, uh, yellow skin, and so on and so forth. And all this requires uh, professional help. We're not discussing much about this here because, again, I'm not proficient in it. And something that I have to study more, and I haven't. But there is a chapter here about it, and um, and eating disorders affect boys also. And anorexics is, are not always um, emaciated. An overweight person could also be anorexic. The ordering or uh, eating disorders are serious, and um, and they need to be dealt with and get professional help if this uh, if you feel if you sense that this is happening to your children just or any one of your children just make sure that um, that they get the right professional help that they need but a lot of this stems a lot of these problems stems from an unhealthy perspective on what the body is and what body image is everyone has their beauty of what they are she created them and if the fact that some are objectively more or less beautiful than others you have to basically say so be it so be it everyone is measured by them their their soul by their character by their behaviors and whatever body you were given you can make the best and maximize it in a realistic way but not to imagine yourself being somebody else and certainly not imagining yourself being something that you saw glossed over in some movies or television or advertising billboards. And may Hashem help that we should overcome this challenge to know what healthy tzniyus is, which we're going to address in future feedbacks coming up and to teach our children to love ourselves in the right way not to be obsessive over our bodies. Genuinely praise children. This is what you need to do always. To praise them. That they look beautiful the way they are. And you love them for the way they are. And of course, enhance the qualities that you do have. Physically too. Nothing wrong with that. But realize that there's so much, so many aspects to life. Their uniqueness, their natural abilities. And their uh, toughkin in life and to make the most of it. And um, there's so much more to say about body image and about what physical beauty is and how it could be used in healthy ways versus unhealthy ways, but we'll leave it for a different time. May Hashem help us all that we should have the right hashkafah and aspects of this and to everyone should be comfortable with the way they are. Now, if you're not happy with the way you look because of your own self-neglect, you let yourself... Um, overeat, so you gain I'll give you an example here, we'll end off more or less like this, so let's say boy or girl makes no difference and they know they're overeating, not eating healthy and they're 50 pounds overweight that's a different story but then it's not a matter of comparing yourself or being jealous of others, you look at yourself and you say to yourself I'm a tell malikim, I have this issue I need help to work with it, or I'm going to need chizik to work on it To help me become better. And you want to lose the weight for many, many reasons. For good health and also to look better. Nothing wrong with that. In other words, in your own potential of what God gave you, you could look your best. You could look your best the way you are and that you should do, could do, not to be over-obsessed over everything else. Meaning while you're working on losing weight, you will work on other things too in your life and express your talents and healthy outlets in the right way. That you can do as well. You can't be obsessive 24-7. Oh, I, I, I gained this, and I got to lose this, and I gained this, and I got to lose that, whatever it is. But that's a different story. If when God gave you a certain body, and a certain weight, and a certain height, certain things you cannot change, and not compare yourself to anybody else, but you can compare yourself to yourself, to your best potential of yourself, that you can do. What I am capable of doing, what I am capable of becoming, and just like you do that in Ruchnius, when I'm capable of becoming in spiritual ways, you can do it in physical ways too. I can make the best of what I can make of, not because of someone else, not to attract unhealthy attention from, from people from the opposite gender, but for yourself, I'll also tell him, like him to look good, to develop your self-esteem. Everyone has the ability to look their best beautiful self in the best way possible. With the body that was given to them by Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem values you, and then they value you. He values you, say your guf, say your neshama. And again, going to the to, to the aspect of that, despite sometimes you always taught that they're enemies of each other, mortal enemies of one another, the body and the soul. Not so. Judaism values both. You serve Hakadosh Baruch Hu with both. The neshama takes precedence, obviously, but the body cannot be neglected. And they need to both be treated with respect and dignity and to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu with it. Have a wonderful day.